Congratulations, you found it. This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerds, Jessica Butcher and Josh Lupton. Together, searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. Such as pure luck that saved Little Red Riding Hood. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Isn't that what happened? That's crazy. What a ridiculous story. Well, yeah. Um, I couldn't say unless I checked. Okay. It's been a really long time since I've... Uh, where's... Here we go. The only... We're going to find out. <laughs> story I remember is the dirty one. Okay, Google. <laughs> how does Little Red Riding Hood... Uh, kill the wolf in Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, that was really redundant, wasn't yep. it? Sanitized versions of the story have the grandmother locked in the closet instead of eaten, and some have Little Red Riding Hood saved by the lumberjack as the wolf advances on her rather than after she has eaten where the woodcutter kills the wolf with his axe. So that's just even luckier. He's not even a hunter. There you go. He's a lumberjack. He's just a dude out getting firewood. Have you ever watched, what was that one that was on that, where Little Red Riding Hood, like the grandma was like, was like a spy or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one? What was that called? Hood. 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 Hood Hood Winked. Hood Winked. Winked. Hood Winked. I mean, they had a lumberjack in that, I think. Yeah, I think they did. Some, something like we were just talking about the implausibility of Little Red Riding Hood, and that I dislike the little girl because she's dumb and deserved to get eaten. <laughs> he thinks like, it's natural selection that Red Riding Hood should have been eaten by the wolf. I do. She probably gave birth to a whole generation or a whole lineage of dipshits. <laughs> hey, I think I've met her relatives. Yeah, I think I have too. <laughs> it was the beginning of idiocracy. <laughs> Yeah, they're all in politics now. Goddamn wolf! He should have done his job. <laughs> should have just eaten her. He didn't have to dress like a grandma. Maybe she's, he. She's maybe he did. Girl. Maybe he did eat her. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Come on now, it's a no. little girl. No, that's the dirty version. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, I get I get mixed up, Josh. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I gotta tell you something funny. What? Speaking of dirty versions, um. <laughs> I love the dirty versions. <laughs> okay, so. You know, we were shooting all day for this little movie thing that we're doing at work. Again, with the shooting. I tell you, she's got a big a head bigger than Tom Hanks. I didn't, like, say I was uh, shooting because I was movie. the star. Uh, I was just saying. We were. <laughs> go ahead, Bonnie. I'm just teasing. I'm not talking about I'm just teasing. <laughs> Come on. Tell us. We had to go downtown and do some scenes. Mm-hmm. We needed city. Right. Then we went to this one bar because we had to wait for sunset. We told the bartender what we were doing, and he said, was that shirtless in Seattle? Ah. It was pretty funny. (laughs) So would the bartender look like Lonnie? Well, I mean, I'm thinking he might have been pretty okay without a shirt. (laughs) Which bar was this again? (laughs) Are you going back later? Is that where we're going after the podcast on a Saturday night? Somebody did give me a rose, even with my hair all puffed up to the top of my head. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was an old guy, but you know, hey. Did he have his teeth? I don't remember. It's I didn't. No. That's a teeth. bad no. sign if you don't remember if he had his teeth, honey. Well, I mean, he didn't talk with a lisp, so I'm thinking he had his teeth. 
Mm. Sunken cheeks or not? No. Okay. Yeah. He probably still had his teeth. I mean, they might have been dentures. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my dad doesn't do? have teeth, and yeah. it's kind of hilarious. His favorite thing at Christmas is to take his teeth out in front of my uh, like three-year-old cousin. My dad did that a lot, and she screams and runs away. (laughs) Yeah, but he also has this habit of like taking me to dinner. But like as we pull up to the restaurant, he forget he realizes he forgot his teeth, so he pulls has to go home and get them, and then come back to the restaurant. <laughs> oh, I can't have dinner! I gotta go get my teeth. He's like that, or I can't eat my steak. I can oh. eat mashed potatoes without my teeth, but not my steak. Not the steak. Oh, my dad funny. used to flip his teeth up and look like a monster. That's funny. Yeah. My dad literally only puts them in to eat. It's, but you can't tell that he doesn't... Ha- he, he So the sunken cheeks theory doesn't apply? No. God damn it, I've been doing it wrong all these years. Yeah, that's what your problem is. Okay, Just I ask a, him to smile. I have a funny teeth story. When I was working in the GM department, and we would have people... Like we we They'd repo the cars and bring them to us, and we'd have to do our thing to them and everything. And people would leave stuff in their cars when they were repossessed, so they would call us and ask us for them. We had this one old lady one time call us, and she left her teeth in the glove box of her car. <laughs> yep. So I had to, like, you know, call the, uh, the you know, the lot, the lot manager, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I need you to go see if there's teeth in this car. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> I'm not funny. touching that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get paid enough. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping they would have been in a case, but I don't know. Don't know. After talking to this lady, it's kind of like, no. You'd be surprised how many people don't keep them in a case. Yeah, my dad never did. No, no case for him. I mean, wouldn't they get, like, all dirty and Uh nasty, and Uh then you're going to, like, stick Mm -hmm. it in your mouth? Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) People stick all kinds of strange things in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true, but, um, <laughs> you know, if there's some fuzz, bun- fuzz bunnies on there, I'm going to rinse that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, can I have a bucket of water over here, please? <laughs> what do we got for today? Kiddos, kiddos, Joshy. A lot of amazingness and Josh, which is also amazingness. Hello. We have not had our bearded book girl on the show. When was the last time you were on the show? It was like before November, October. Was it? I, you didn't come on any of the uh, theme shows, did you? No. Well, yes, yeah, see? I guess it must have been before October. Wow. That is That's just... A long time. I know. We were just talking about it. It was like, where the hell is Josh? <laughs> we even put him on the intro, and now he's not on the show anymore? What? <laughs> where have he you been? Us. I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. He always says, oh, honey, I've been busy. I've been busy. She gives me shit when I'm busy, too. (laughs) Busy. So those of you who are interested, you can look at my commercial that we were talking about last week. Are you upset about that? Yeah, I kind of am because I look so freaking old. That commercial, you don't look that old enough. You look like a freaking troll. No, you don't. You look perfect especially with those glasses on those glasses wait those was that you were yeah. great what yeah i didn't recognize you dude didn't she look good she didn't yeah. look she didn't look old no i th- I, I imagined you were wearing a costume i guess I, did, I didn't know it was you you didn't say it was you did you think it was some old bag i just thought it was some commercial <laughs> seriously 
and oh my God. what she was just the voice because it. Had, I could recognize your voice in it. Oh, I feel bad. I didn't recognize your voice. I probably should have. No. Jesus, well, Josh. To be fair, I already knew that it was her in the commercial. Okay. So. See, I did not. And you didn't notice it was me. No. That's really frightening. No. It didn't look like you. You did not look bad in that commercial. I you think I must have looked bad if you didn't even recognize me. It just didn't look like you. Because, yeah. I don't know. Different like, hair and she looked good. glasses. The gla- it must have been the glasses. You know what? I hope. In what I'm, what nine years younger than you? Ten. I, well, it's only about nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. I hope that I look as good as you do by the time I make it that far. I'm not really At- fishing for compliments here. I'm just a little disconcerted <laughs> by the fact that I look old enough to be somebody's mother-in-law, and my child's not even old enough to have. Well, I guess. Yes, he is. Yeah, he He's is. been old enough for like five years, technically. Wait, to have a wife. Well, to, to have, have a kid. Baby. Yeah. I suppose to make a kid. Well, I, I don't know about not having to be a kid. In. Oh, there's lots of teen and kid, like teen oh, parents. Yeah. I suppose he could have technically had a child by now. It still makes me feel like an ancient old. Hey. You are not old. All right. Well, we're gonna table that discussion for another time. <laughs> Honey, I hate to tell you, but what? I have friends my age that are already grandmothers. Uh, well, most of mine are grand grandmothers by now. I know. I know somebody that's like thirty and a grandma. I don't know if she's really like, but she's like young. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma. Most of mine are, are grandparents by Sounds now. Like Most a bad of my friends. Time. I don't even want to be a regular parent at 30. Uh, I'm, I'm 25 and I'm like, please, no. <laughs> I'm hoping for like eight more years of no children and then I'll consider having one. I'm like, just give me another one. puppy. Because I don't want. Puppies are good. Puppies are cool. I like dogs. <laughs> I could dig a dog. Although I don't really want my own dog right now. <laughs> Too like much this, commitment, Josh. The same reason that I don't want a kid. It's not that it's too much it commitment. Is, for it is for a dog. Yeah, yeah. A dog is a lot of commitment. It would yeah. be. Yeah. Plus, they, I they work shame like you six and like, a half yeah. like, days a week. They shame and, you. Yeah, so. you're not home enough. No, I'm yeah. not home enough. They look at you with those eyes like, where have you yeah. been? You left me alone all day long and I ate your couch because I miss you so much. I know. Yeah. Although my dog would be like trained. Yeah, they all say that. That's what we say to said about our kids, too. Oh, my kid's going to be perfect. My kid's not going to be a little asshole. And look where we are now. <laughs> my Love mom you, said honey. it about me. She was right. <laughs> she means she loves you, honey. <laughs> Martha, I was an angel. You are an angel, Nicole. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> you are a sweet, sweet angel from heaven. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> Did everybody have a good week? It was okay. It was a long... Oh, actually, I, I went to a pretty sweet hockey game in Dallas the other night. That's awesome. Did you? Yeah. Wow. We were uh, two rows back from the ice, like, basically courtside. It's well, like the courtside equivalent. Well, you don't have a black eye, so that's a good sign. Uh, you didn't, yeah, didn't get, get into any scuffles. That's no, good. I wore a Dallas Stars shirt, so I blended in. Oh, uh, hey, yeah. our friend Brittany, Brittany is a Dallas Stars fan. Hey, Brittany, you missed Josh. He could have called you up. He was hmm. in Dallas. You could have met you Josh. You could have met our bearded book guy. Man, yeah. we're girl. so close. But girl. You'd like Brittany. She's awesome. Yeah. She was pretty fun. You missed her when you were here. Next time you get to meet her, she's pretty cool. And she loves hockey, too. It's pretty she, sweet sport. She's probably the woman of your dreams that you've Maybe. been missing all these years. So Maybe. Yeah. Brittany, you hear that, honey? We'll I said I didn't up. want children. I didn't say I didn't want a wife. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with waiting. I mean, because oh, I want to be married for like five or six years before I have a kid. Mm-hmm. So, because that'd, be, that'd be sweet. I'd like to enjoy being married. Yes. For a while. Very, very smart. Yeah. 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 Because after that. Yeah, you don't get to enjoy anything because no. you have to pay attention to your kid all the That's time. That's right. Well, it's not even just paying Fuck attention that. because that I didn't mind. It was the fact that everything was so expensive. I wish that I would have right. been a little bit more set up before. Not that I regret mm-hmm. having my son at all. Oh, I don't Never. either. But it's, it's but I it wish I would have been is. a little oh, absolutely. Yeah, more set up before. Like I had a friend and she didn't have her daughter until she was like mid to late 30s. I can't mm-hmm. remember... Stacy, thirty nine, thirty eight. Yeah, she was thirty. So she just turned five. Her daughter just turned five, yeah. and I, I mean, they're more well, you know, financially right, you set up to everything. have a kid. You don't have to yeah. be stressed all the time, right? I definitely about. recommend waiting. It's it's much much better. I can barely, I can barely better. afford to take right. care of myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't get my car repossessed right. the first year because, wow. Yeah, everything was so expensive. Well, you mean Nicole's you taking notes right now? She's like, yeah. okay. not really. I'm like, eh. pay attention. Between no. not going to do any of that no, crap. I take birth control. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this is what not to do. Maybe I should take an extra one of these today. <laughs> <laughs> honey, we're doubling up from now on. Does it work that way? <laughs> no, honey. Here, take two. <laughs> If I'm taking two, you're taking two. Uh, Can Travis take these two? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Surely we've got some good books to talk about, though. Yes, we do. Who's going to blaze out ahead? I can go first. Okay. What do you got? You know what I have. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, did you but tell me I and know. I forgot? Or what? Actually, I did tell you earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you did tell me. I, now I remember. And speaking of angels, what? this book goes a lot into religion at the beginning of it. And it's The Life of Pi by Jan Martel. Did and you can you see that? Is it, it Y-A-U-N? Y-A-N-N. This book came out a while back. Um, uh, it was it came out in 2001, and they almost immediately made a movie from it, and the movie received a lot of press. So I remember, I've never seen the movie still, I rem- but I remember when the movie came out, and it was a really big deal, and I always kind of wanted to read it, but I was in high school, and it just wasn't really... I just never got around to it. So I bought it on clearance when we were at Half Price Books for $2 and <laughs> read it. And it was phenomenal. Um, essentially, it's about um, this kid who gets stuck on a boat with a tiger. And that is the shortest little s- synopsis of the book possible. But I loved the book because at the um, like the first third of it is literally... Um, before he even gets on the boat, he's talking about his life and religion. And it was the coolest thing ever to me that he decided, and I'm a very non-religious person, but he, um, his parents were Hindu. And at some point he decided to go figure out, like he wanted to know more information about Christianity and about, uh, like being a Muslim and he actually started going to all of their different, like, uh, 
services, and at some point, uh, like the rabbi, the priest, they they all figured out that he was going to all the different um, mm-hmm. services, and he actually got in trouble for it. Which, but it was his descriptions of the different religions and why he chose to do all of that was so fascinating, even when you're not religious. Um, but yeah, so he gets stuck on a boat. Um, his father is a zookeeper, and so they're transporting, they're moving to Canada from India, and the boat sinks, and he's the only survivor, and he's stuck for 227 days. So the rest of the book is um, about his his trip, I guess. Um, and I don't really want to give all of that away just because of how awesome it is. Um, but I do want to say, if you read this, and even if you've read it and never done this, you need to go research it afterwards, because at the, because you need uh, there is so much to this book, like that you don't realize while you're reading it. Um, so I want you to pay attention to the foreword that the author has written. Um, and then I want want you to pay attention to the very last chapter, like, and like as you're reading it, then go research Life of Pi, and it'll you will find out like why, and it'll it'll blow your mind, the like bl- the way it did blow my mind. He intentionally yep. did some stuff, and it. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Because I want you to be just as amazed as I was, like after I read it. Because it's not just some, like, little story. Like, I don't know. It's pretty awesome. It definitely was one of those books where where you go into it, at least I went into it, not really knowing what to expect. But now that there's a movie out, it's a little different because some people may have actually seen the movie. Does the movie do the same thing? Um, I I didn't see the movie. Okay. Because I read the book. And Mm -hmm. to me, because I read the book and was so amazed by it, the idea of watching the movie I found repulsive. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds completely odd, but I just couldn't I go see it. I, where I, just, I don't know why. I just didn't feel like no. Yeah, it didn't feel it didn't feel right. For one thing, I saw the previews for it, and the tiger doesn't even look real. So I'm like, oh no, I can't suspend my disbelief that far. No. But do you know what I'm talking about when I am telling talking about the forward and everything? I think so. You remember? I I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, tell me afterwards, because I, I, I don't know if we're thinking about the same okay. thing or not. But it's awesome. This That would be a good one to tell Jessica about with her, because her New Year's book resolution was oh. to, for the religion thing, and that would fit into hers. That's right, because she one of her New Year's resolutions was to um, read a little bit more about each religion. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I would rate this a five out of five. I completely understand all the hype now. Um, it really I fell was, in yeah. love with it after I read it and was like, man, I need to read more books like this. It was very inspirational. It's also not about religion. No. It just... I am not a religious yeah. person at all. So I don't want to scare anybody away with... <laughs> no. The, I highly recommend this book. It is The Life of Pi, and it is by Jan Martel. Also, I really want to snuggle this tiger in the book. I was thinking about it the entire time. Do what? I really want to snuggle the tiger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One day. Should we get you a tiger skin rug? No, that's <laughs> creepy. 
Sorry, that Maybe was really a cruel. nice stuffed tiger. No, you know there's a zoo in Oklahoma. You can go feed tigers. And you can snuggle the baby ones. Not really snuggle, but they'll let you... You can pay extra and they'll... Well, it depends on how cuddly it is, I guess. Well, tiger safari is right up on my house over there, so... You want to come on out? Yeah. You know, there's an house. elephant um, sanctuary in Hugo, Oklahoma. That's really? really? Mm-hmm. They have like I don't a bunch of elephants, and you can go. You have to make an appointment, but to visit, and it's like twenty five dollars or something. It's cheap, but uh, you get to like see them, take pictures with them, like feed them, and no. like, they can. No, I don't know if you can oh, ride one, but no, they you let you. You shouldn't ride them. I mean, it, it, if it's a sanctuary, then they probably wouldn't oh, let yeah, you ride probably them. Probably not. No, they have not like a that. metal gate that's probably like five feet tall, but it, like you, so I can walk up to it and still like the elephants like right there. Like it's not you're not completely separated from it or anything. I think that I want to go. Cool. I mean, it's I would just go a four and a half hour drive. I would go with you. Well, maybe we should take a little field trip. Do some do some uh, elephant sanctuary mm-hmm. visiting. <laughs> I think it would be fun. That'd be cool. If you ever want to donate to a charity, you can also donate to it. To it. Cool. Anyways, moving right along. Who's next, Josh? Okay. Um, What's it called? It's called Darwinia by Robert Charles Wilson. It starts out in was it nineteen twelve, and uh, it's evening time, I guess in on the Atlantic coast and um, who is going to be the main character it's on them in like the the intro or the forward okay or prologue I guess it is 19 because it's actually part of the story okay um, and so um, at some point in the night there's just like a big aura in the sky over the Atlantic Ocean and, um, you know, it's, it's seen all around the world. And in, like, London, it's, like, engulfing the whole sky. And cool. this is, like, the very start of the story. Like, the first few pages is when this happens. Um, and so there's, like, all sorts of chatter from all these European countries of, like, just crazy bright light all in the sky, just filling everything hundreds of thousand people in the street sounds like the beginning of independence day and then kind of yeah yeah and then it just nothing from those european countries like it, it's all sorts of chatter and whatnot and then the transatlantic line that's that's run for communication silent no radio signals no anything from france germany italy uh, England. Wow. Yeah. Um, all the way down, like, through the Mediterranean and um, really not that much further east than Germany. So what had happened was that whole section of land and, like, pretty far out into, really, it was the 15th meridian um, in the Atlantic Ocean. It basically was all kind of swapped out with the same terrain but like from a different earth that basically had a different sort of evolutionary track that it followed so all the animals and plants and like even the the water in the ocean is is different it's it's a it's more oily and viscous than regular ocean water so in the ocean like where it meets up there's like a whole 
like school of just dead fish just so this is so there's like a split right where um, where the earth's meet where the the alternate right earth meets it's basically like the, that whole section it was basically a big circle it was just kind of flash replaced with ew. wildness like no no people no no anything just wild jungle of different sorts of trees and reeds and animals and all sorts of stuff kind of like if way back when the earth was first forming if just something was a little bit different and right. completely different animals and plants evolved right um interesting and so there's an ocean liner that was headed towards Liverpool from, I think, New York City. And it was before the line. Like, it was on our side of the Atlantic mm-hmm. of where everything got switched. And so it just kept going, and it was the first one to reach, uh, reach London. And at first, they couldn't believe it. They... they they didn't think it, it was real. They thought that the navigator had taken them to a wrong spot. Um, so they they showed up in this place. Right, that they was showed like up at, funky... the, at the space they were <laughs> supposed to go, and they could tell by you know the the cut of the land that it was actually London. But it was just like wildness. Like if mm-hmm. if you had first showed up on the shores of a new country or a new Creepy. continent, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Um, just nothing. Absolute raw wilderness where London was. And then it's, it's all along that entire area, all, all of that. So they didn't just get back on the boat and go back? No. Well, no, <laughs> they didn't have enough fuel because oh, it was well, yeah. coal-powered. Yeah? So, and they wouldn't have enough food either, I suppose. Right. Well, yeah. um, you know, other ships were still headed in because it's London. You know, there's, Oh, well, yeah bunch of ships on the way so their company sent like coal and food and whatnot from the united states and people ended up setting up like a ramshackle kind of town there um lord kittinger i don't know um anyways he's he was running england before he died in 1916 in real life but he instead of getting killed in world war one he would like hop ship uh, well, that never happened, a, um, and so he ended up like in Canada, kind of rebuilding London, trying to save England, because they're really the only ones in that whole area that really tried to make things the way they were. Hmm. Everywhere else is just raw wilderness. Wow. Um, story jumps ahead. So, like what the, happened to all of the people and everybody that nobody were- knows? They were just gone. Everything was just gone and replaced. So wow. that was that never explained. Never explained. Damn. Well, I say never. I mean, it was. Well, explained. don't tell us. Don't tell us. I'm just curious. I mean, I kind of want to tell it because I almost don't want to recommend the book, even though it was cool. It was just really, really fucking weird. <laughs> God, me by surprise, you know, because I was just expecting like. Well, don't tell us. Just tell us not to read the book if it was that bad. Well, it wasn't bad though. That's the thing. Like it was written well. It just and it it did make sense, but it, but it was just kind of so meta that it was just out there. Sometimes you have books like that though. I know. Sometimes and it was it, cool, and, you and just, I was glad I was reading it. Yeah. 
and it, I mean, it was a trip. It was like a good. It was a good journey. Uh, the main dude in the story, he's a photographer. He's twenty-two, something like that. Um, takes his wife and kid to London, and they stay in London while he goes on a expedition uh, into. Europe, into the rest of Europe, mm-hmm. to just see how far they can go and see what's up. The main point of the whole story is that the consciousness of existence is at stake. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. So that's kind of so where to like, put it, that. Like philosophical, almost? Or? No, not really. It just kind of got like... It was, it was almost like theoretical quantum physics, Ooh. but with a touch of now you're making me fantasy and science fiction. <laughs> it was a good book. Re- it I sounds might really, it. really interesting. Do. Maybe recommend to just specific people recommend that you think to, would. To I don't know. Basically. I want to read it. Like, well, for me, no. To Martha, yes. I want to read it. It sounds really awesome. I like it like was cool. disappearing type. Do you like like that things. kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, well, sometimes you have to read something that's weird. a little out there because what it does is it gives your brain permission to do a little calisthenics. Right. So if everything ties up in a nice, cute little bow and is too ordinary, then your brain just goes along doing what it always does. But right. if you give it a little bit of a push, then it's nice because then your brain feels all stretched and stuff. I don't know. It was very... That's how I feel, anyway. Uh, Bonnie's giving me the hairy eyeball over here. No, it, it was really descriptive, uh, so it was nice while I was reading it, because I'm very imaginative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I could really, really see everything that it was describing. Oh, that's cool. Which was really nice. Um, and there was some really cool shit in there. Hmm. So what was it called again? Darwinia huh. uh, by Robert Charles Wilson. I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five. Three and a half. Only. Not the greatest book ever, Must but have still. a terrible Sorry. ending. No, it was just, I think it kind of took me by surprise at how out there it got. Oh, okay. All right. I, I totally get that. But before Vonnie goes into hers, I'm going to, let's have a commercial. Should we have a commercial? <laughs> commercial break. A perky mom carrying a laundry basket enters her teen daughter's bedroom. The girl lies on the bed upset. The daughter's mother, the mother's face registers concern. She sits beside her daughter. What's the matter, honey? Why aren't you ready for school? I'm not going to school today, mom. Not going to school, but you love school. You're a high achiever who fulfills my narcissistic need to outshine the other mothers on the block. I know, Mom, but I can't go. Not with this unsightly lip hair. Smiling smugly, Mom pulls a large white plastic vat from her laundry basket. Oh, honey, you just need some of this. New Lady Stash Off with triple beauty action. Lady Stash Off? Isn't that what you use to sanitize the toilets? Laughing, it does both. And now with new Lady Stash Off's Triple Beauty Action, you can moisturize and self-tan while you rip that unsightly hair from every pore. Wow! Biting lip. Does new Lady Stash Off with Triple Beauty Action hurt? 
Oh, honey, of course it hurts. Beauty is pain. But you don't want to look like a troll, do you? Mom! It's more than that, sweetheart. Every time you use new lady stash off with Triple Beauty Action, you're contributing to our economy, our way of life. Don't you want to be a contributor to our economy? Don't you want to make sure we can have bikinis, cable, and porn? What, are you a communist? Mom! Of course not. You're my eager-to-please teenage daughter with a hair maintenance problem, and I'm your sympathetic mom, here to help you. In addition to new Lady Stash Off with Triple Beauty Action, there's also Lady Stash Off with Organic Bonus Buffing Pad. There's Organic Hair Remover? No, not really. But don't you just love the package? Look, it has butterflies. Daughter holds out her hand. Teen daughter then emerges with a freshly plucked upper lip. She also has porcelain teeth veneers, hair extensions, and body-hugging school uniform. Her skin is artificially tan and shiny. Wow, look at you. You're looking great. Thanks to you and new lady stash off with triple beauty action. Lady stash off, because there's nothing wrong with you that can't be fixed. There's your... All right, that's that's our commercial. Jesus Christ. That was a long commercial. Oh, that was I know. Intense. Not buying, not buying. That was a hard look into the <laughs> female perspective on beauty. Thank you. A little commercial break for you. That's for my upcoming review. I've never used stash off. Obviously, because you do have a stash. Yeah, it got ruined a couple months ago. Oh, it did. Yeah, I went to a barber, um, and... Uh, he got a little heated with somebody else that came in uh, that kind of got in an argument, and I think he was not paying attention. <laughs> and he gave me a. He, he got gave me a bl- lady stash off. <laughs> he uh, gave me a black man mustache, to be honest. What's that? Uh, um, well, actually, it's the black man and old white man stash, uh, which I've found lately that black dudes and old white dudes have so much in common. <laughs> it's honestly crazy. Like, the way they dress, the cars they drive, just the way they act. The cars, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's funny. But, so it was like the so super it was, thin... It was like the super thin one right on the top of my lip with too much space in between the bottom of my nose and the top of my mustache. It was so weird. Hey, have you ever been to Scissors and Scotch? No. Travis goes there and he really likes it. Plus, they That's give cool. you a glass of. You get to pick it, your scotch. It's hard for me to f- trust somebody to cut yeah, my beard I understand mustache that. now. <laughs> uh, I understand that. Just get some lady stash off with triple beauty action. I actually was thinking about taking it off. Uh, come like warmth outside. Like, like all of it, like or just... all of it. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, 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 I no, be... I haven't seen my like <gasps> naked chin and like. Four years. I feel like you should like raise money when you do this. I, I think, I think people would actually pay, pay <laughs> to see you get I'd your beard shaved you strip, off. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting a little too skin. into this. <laughs> hey, I work for money, so. <laughs> I mean, if, I do if, have if some I, dollars. If I get in done shaving pocket. and people are still throwing money, I'll keep going. Um. I'll just. Start taking everything else off. <laughs> All right. Now we've had our commercial inter- Let's see, inter- I have, um, <laughs> inter- <laughs> All I have is two bucks today. Three bucks. What will Ooh, that get me? Man. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. Well, we'll All right. Bonnie, you I better need, get to your, your review there, honey. 
now that I've had my commercial interruption, let's let's get to your review. Okay. Um, I read and finished finally, finally. the Witching Hour by Anne Rice. Oh took dear! Me forever. I am to interested to hear what you thought of this, considering how long it took you to read it. <laughs> well, first, let me kind of explain what it's about for anybody who hasn't read it. It is the story of the Mayfair witches in New Orleans, and they come from France. The main character, I guess, at the beginning of the book is um, somebody named Rowan Mayfair, who's actually adopted out of the family when she is a baby, with the explicit instructions that her name has to stay Mayfair. And it's about, you know, it's a family of witches. And there's usually only one female of each generation that is a powerful witch and they have like this um what is an emerald yeah it's an emerald necklace yeah necklace that's passed down from each powerful witch to the next one of the next generation and it's not necessarily the oldest or the firstborn or the oldest and but it's just one in that family i'd be so pissed if it wasn't me right me too man and there is some jealousy in in you know between the siblings, the ones who want to be. The powers don't transfer if that person gets murdered, do they? No, no, it's mm-hmm. not like that at all. But it has to do with talent more so than anything. The most what I thought was really interesting is there's also a ghost that follows the Mayfair witches down the line through generations. Is it the same ghost? It's the same yep. ghost. And he only lets himself see, be seen by specific people. And it's always whichever witch is passed on the emerald. And sometimes other people can see him too. But it's like he has to choose to be seen. And he's a very powerful spirit. Very powerful spirit. So, of course, you know, with those aspects, I loved the book. It was really great. I said just with those aspects. Oh. Don't get too excited. <laughs> but um, Rowan Mayfair is adopted out. She doesn't know anything about her family whatsoever. And she um, is a neurosurgeon, extremely smart. And she has some special abilities, which I'm not going to say what they are. I'll let you read it and she find out what them? it is. She knows about them. And she has to work to control them. But she doesn't know about the line of witches that she comes from. She knows nothing of her, you know, ancestry. And she um, meets a man named Michael Curry, who um, is drowning in the ocean. And he, she saves his life from drowning in the ocean. Um, Now, this gentleman is a very normal person. You know, he's extremely intelligent, but a normal person. And then after this aspect... He also has special powers, special abilities, I guess After I should say. After she saved him? After she saved him. But I don't know if it's really because she saved him or if it's just something that happened that the universe, you know, or whatever. Um, the thing I did not like about this book is there's about 30 hours of <laughs> backstory of the history of the Mayfair Witches. Um, and the way that it's told is there are the Talamasca, which is a group 
uh, that is investigating the Mayfair witches. And there's a gentleman named Aaron Leitner who is investigating like this generation. And when he first meets like Michael Curry, he goes back into the whole backstory of the Mayfair witches from like way back when they were in France, like a thousand years ago. And it's like investigation notes. So it's very cut and dry. It's not emotional. It's not, it's just, it's just boring. Basically, it's boring. The See, whole... and here I thought you were going to like that part of it. I was, I was so, I'm so surprised to hear you say that. I really thought you were going to like this history part of it. But, but see, there was like a couple of the stories that were interesting in the, in mm-hmm. the history. And then a whole lot of it that just wasn't that interesting hmm. to me. I, I learned something totally unexpected. Yeah, it was just, and now when they're talking about uh, Rowan Mayfair, Mm -hmm. the main character in it, and the, you know, the current story, Mm -hmm. I really like it. So like the beginning of the book, I really liked, and the ending is awesome because it got got kind of strange. I mean, I was, I was listening to going, what the hell are they doing? (laughs) So I mean, it was it was good at the end, and it was good at the beginning, but that middle part was really hard to get through because it was thirty hours long. I remember, and it's funny because I read Wait, this, like a literal thirty hours. Yeah, yeah because I read Shit. the audio book, and it's a fifty-hour book. Yeah, and, and I had to I check read this, this book years out. ago, like y- literally when I was in my twenties. And loved it. I remember loving it so much. Mm-hmm. And then when we, we were going to do our theme shows for this year, I checked it out again and I started reading it again. I don't love this as much as I remember loving it. I wonder if Vonnie would love it. Mm-hmm. So that's when I um, recommended that she read it thinking maybe it was because I had read it before that I didn't love it as much. Well, it turns out that I didn't love it as much because... It maybe wasn't as good as I thought it was back then. Or, or you were more interested in those things I might at have that been. point. Maybe, yeah. it, maybe that was it. I don't know. And, you know, we talked about this a little last week when we were talking, when Justin was on. But, you know, I know that Lasher, which is the spirit that haunts the family, he's like, you know, their nemesis and he's not a good person or whatever. But I liked his character. <laughs> so Wait, so the ghost is that follows them, that's their nemesis? He's, well... Kind of because he haunts, he haunts them, and he but he loves them at the same time, though. Right, hmm. it's like a so, very love hate relationship. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a very, I don't know. You'd you'd have to kind of, if you're interested in it, pick it up and read it. If you have fifty hours to spare, yeah. But I, I'm telling you, there's some of <laughs> the middle part that's that. Yeah, just it's kind there's of, a lot of history. If Anne Rice, I mean, the interview with the vampire and all the backstories she did on the vampires and stuff, she does just as much with the wish, witches. Yeah. And so if you liked that kind of stuff, you might really enjoy it. And you know, really, Anne Rice, when I read the vampire books of hers that I read, she has the same problem with me as Stephen King does. She just gets too wordy. There's too much stuff that could be condensed or that's not really relevant to the story it i mean it's the history so it's 
relevant. Maybe it comes into play at some of the other books because there are two more books to this series, but I don't know. So, I mean, I would still give it a, a four out of five because the beginning and the end were really good. It's just that middle part. I mean, I had to check this out from the library four times before I finished it. <laughs> I felt terrible because oh I was like, gosh. crap, I can't believe that I recommended this to her. And she's going to hate my guts by the time she finishes it because I, I couldn't remember at that point what the damn ending. Well, I kind of remembered it, but mm-hmm. it had been so long since I read it because I was in my 20s when I read it the last time. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even get to the interesting part of the ending <laughs> until terrible until like shoot like wednesday of this week and then i mean i even my sister called me and i even made her get off the phone because i'm like listen i don't have that much battery left and i still have a whole lot of book so (laughs) so bye (laughs) i gotta go (laughs) yeah but that was um the witching hour by Anne rice in case you didn't remember what my book was from the last week when i talked about what I was going to review this week, it's called Beauty Queens. And that little commercial that I gave you a little bit earlier is actually from the book. Now, if I were to give you the top audiobooks that I've ever listened to in my life thus far, and I have listened to a lot of audiobooks, this would be in the top five because it was so incredibly well done. The author, Libba Bray, did the recording herself. She did her own commercials scattered throughout the book, which were hilarious. Basically, the story is about... Basically, what happens in the book is these contestants for this beauty contest called Miss Teen Dream are all on an airplane headed to the contest. Something happens to the plane and they crash on an island. So there are maybe 15, 20 survivors left of this plane crash. An island full of beauty An queens. An island full of beauty queens. Teenage, teenage beauty oh, queens. Well, okay, Pilots cool. are dead. All the adults are dead. It's just the beauty queens. <laughs> Josh is thinking, are they 18? <laughs> <laughs> Probably they're, not. They're between the ages of 16 and 18. 18, I no, think. No, thank you. 16 and 18. Uh, leave them there for like three or four years, and then I'd go back. And now, then you might show up with your boat then. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine how happy they'd be to see me? They would be very oh, happy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, actually, there is a scene in there where some guys show up on a boat. <laughs> but that's that it comes a little later on in, in the... Uh, uh, on the back of the book, it does talk about it talks about a pirate ship full of good-looking guys showing up. I never would have read this book, honestly. I know I never would have read it if it hadn't been recommended on in an article about really spectacular audiobooks because of the way it was presented. And I have to agree, she did a, an incredible job of presenting this. And it's the humor in it is so over the top and so hilariously funny. But the message, I think, is what really makes it. When I was a girl, um, I could have really used a book like this, I think. You, you get a, a group full of these really pretty, you know, driven girls together. And they're stuck on this island and they have to let go of all that bullshit 
and actually work together to get something done, then it changes the dynamic a little bit. It changes, you know, it actually makes them shed some of society's extra crap and discover who they really are and what their real strengths are. And it's really an empowering type message that comes out of this book. And it turns out to be a lot more serious than you first think when you start reading it. I think every young girl should read this book. I mean, it just really has an awesome, and the fact that it's so full of snark. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute hilarity. The Lady Stash Off bit that I did earlier turns out to be very pivotal. They end up using it as a weapon at one point in the story. And I won't tell you how in the story, but it is absolutely hilarious. Talk about fun. If you want to listen to something that is really fun and really entertaining to the extreme, pick up Beauty Queens by Libba Bray because it is a scream. It is so funny. And if you have a daughter or if you know someone who has a daughter, have her listen to the audio. Yeah, a paperback copy would be nice, too especially after she's listened to it so that she can underline the good bits because I did buy a copy of this so that I could read these freaking hilarious commercials. I, I did several, took and highlighted several spots in here for quoting different areas that were just just brilliant little passages in, in this book that I wanted to keep and remember because they were so poignant. I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) So, wow. But it was really, really good. So I'm giving that baby a five. And I think all the high school libraries in America should own a copy. And this is kind of a different kind of book for you, isn't it? Totally different. I don't have a daughter. I don't know. I don't have any. I disagree. I don't. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) shit. Yeah, you saw a picture of my son when he went out for Miss. uh, Miss That night was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That was so fun. Or whatever it was when he dressed in drag and went out for the. (laughs) He he was a beautiful girl, wasn't he? (laughs) Josh is. No one asked him. Josh is wincing. (laughs) Yeah, and the makeup was a little on the heavy side. And those hairy legs. Yeah. He didn't shave. Good. Yeah, he didn't shave for nope. the thing. But you can't yeah. let those spindlies go. But I think as a girl... <laughs> oh, <that's so> funny. <laughs> I think as a girl, I really would have loved to have that message and to have an adult woman give that message because I could have really used that advice. Hmm. And you want to hear something really hilariously funny? What? I went out for junior miss when I was in high school. Did you really? Can you imagine that? It was yes. freaking hilarious. Oh my God, was it funny? Because I totally didn't fit in with any of those people. <laughs> I could not see you in a beauty contest. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. One of the worst decisions of my life. Very stupid, but I did it. But, but I well. mean, you don't know until you try. I used to get the letters in the mail saying, like, try out for something, and I always mm-hmm. thought it'd be cool, and then, uh, you know, you beat yourself up because you like it. No, I'm a little surprised there's not a male equivalent to that. I did it because I wanted to do the talent Body portion. Bodybuilder shows. You know, 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's, do what? I, that kind of is the male equivalent. Yeah, bodybuilding. Yeah, but no. I knew I, I wasn't know. a beauty. Yeah, but beauty those guys are not the same thing, though. Those guys aren't cute. I'm because sorry. Because if I were to do know. one, I'd want to do one where, like, a there was like, uh, like a suit portion. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he he does look great in a you suit. You know, yeah. one where yeah. there's like swimsuit and then talent. You basically the same thing. Yeah. I mean, um, I'd watch that. Yeah. 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 I can just, you imagine some of the hilarious answers the guys would come up to the to those questions? Oh my gosh, that would be oh, the man. best part. Yeah. You know, I did it to prove that non-conventional girls like myself could not be bullied and put into a box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because at that point in my high school career, that's sort of what I felt like. I felt like, you know, nobody's going to represent if I didn't. So you were kind of like the Miss Congeniality of no, the uh, I was the Miss freaking sore thumb oddball but i did it anyway i did it well i mean have you ever watched that i mean that's what miss congeniality yeah that's what sandra bullock was that's why i said that i thought you meant like for real no i love that movie by the way that was a really awesome movie and (laughs) And miss congeniality too (laughs) yeah those were both great movies and i i was a little bit like that yes a very odd duckling in in, did the 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 second one have the same exact story as the first one no. No? No. It was kind of like... Because I can't imagine changing that very much. She was... She she had a big head after... Right. In the second movie, and then... Yeah. Uh, I didn't like the second one as and well. And then she went and had to rescue her best friend from a ship that was sinking. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. In Las Vegas. And Wait, what? <laughs> in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. For Go real? watch it. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't want to watch it. It's awesome. Travis will watch it with me. He likes it. Dude, okay. Sandra Bullock is awesome. It's, it's not Sandra because Bullock. it's a girly movie. It just sounds like it doesn't seem like a very good movie. Well, I, it was love it. Uh, not as good I've as watched the first girly one, movies. Oh yeah. Like I've watched some. My roommate I think loves this. teen dramas and all sorts of stuff. So I think Beauty Queens would make a fucking hilarious movie. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a funny movie. <laughs> Some some person out there has got to make this into a movie. Of course, it wouldn't be very politically correct. Well, good. There's too much political correctness now. Yeah. I miss when life was fun. Because you know, there's the Say evil, cor- the the evil corporation. Could smoke you know, cigarettes on TV. The whole thing. Daring the news. Yeah. I actually I mean, hate when people smoke on. TV because then I'm like, damn, I want to see that. Right I know. Now. <laughs> see you later, but Travis. For, I'm going outside. So long, <laughs> I need to it's smoke. only been bad guys that smoke. What happened to the good guys who smoke? Exactly. What they happened don't to, smoke the, to the cool badasses that badasses would be don't smoke standing anymore. smoking a cigarette and then, you know, crush it and then destroy the enemies I know without France, a care in the world? France, they're trying to get cigarettes off TV completely. Like in any all movies, they don't want people to be able to see anybody smoking. I get it. Even though they smoke more than like most people right. do. I mean, I get it. And like, if they, if I'm like smoking and I ever see like a family walk by, I'll like hide my cigarette yeah. the best I can. I do too. Because I don't want a kid to see me and be like, oh, that dude looks cool smoking. Maybe I should give it a shot when I'm older. You guys look really guilty right now. You're like, oh, I'm trying to hide my smoke. I enjoy smoking. Sorry about you. I do. I really like it. I know it's bad for me. Yeah. I do. I know whiskey's bad for me, but I like it. I know coffee, the way I drink it, is bad for me, and I don't give a fuck. I like it. I'm going to keep drinking it. Till I die of a massive heart attack. I mean, I do a lot of things that are unhealthy for me, so I can't say anything. There you go. Anyway, 
Having said all of those things, Beauty Queens was awesome. Really was. Great. And I wish I could have figured out a way to rig up the the audio book so that you guys could have heard. Oh my God, it was so funny. If you ever need some comic relief, you should download that because it's fucking hilarious. Hmm. You guys don't look too no, it sounds, it about sounds it, pretty funny. It, sounds, it reminds Teenage me, Beauty yeah. Queens, I don't know if I no, want to read a book about No, seriously, though, it, it really was good. Honestly, I'd probably watch the movie. It sounds like a hard sell, but it really wasn't, because it was comic relief. I'm thinking this is a book that's going to make me feel bad about myself, and I'm going to have to eat a loaf of bread. Crusty French bread with a pound of butter. Okay, now it sounds better. Oh, I wasn't catching on for a minute. But. This is not going the way I planned it in my head at all. It just isn't. Oh, God. All right. So what do we do next week? Anything exciting? I got to find a good book to read. I was reading one called The House of Sand and Fog, and I rented it on the library overdrive thing. Yeah, yeah. But I rented it while I was reading another book and then didn't get around to finishing oh. it. So I read 63% of it. And then one day it was like, no, you can't read any more of this. Yeah. So then you have so to read check it out again. So then when you check, at least when you check it out again, it'll be in the same spot. Yeah. So I'm very upset about it. Well, yeah. honey, you have to change it so you have, a, you have more time. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. They only let you take 14, 14 days. days. Yeah. It's ha- and, well, I know. sometimes, like, with the witching hour, that wasn't enough time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I you was get reading a another book, book, and I guess not everybody's as fast as me, huh? No. I just had shit to do, guys. Oh, I will have to tell <laughs> you, though, I sped up the time on one of my books I was reading. It helps. I thought about you when I did it, especially if it's one that's like fucking dragging. Well, off. hey, you guys need to. Do you guys? They read really an, slow. A, Alexa, I don't have Alexa, but I know all about her. Okay, so apparently you can say, "Hey Alexa, read me the Life of Pi," and it'll, she'll actually yeah, read it to you. Yeah. So somebody needs to go test that out and let me know if it actually works. Huh. So you don't have to pay for yeah. an audio book. She yeah. just reads it to she you. She reads it. Yeah, You're like I Kindle mean, books. Uh, is Alexa? Is that the chick that, that's Amazon? Amazon Alexa. I don't trust her <laughs> or Siri. What if she lies they have, to me? It's a live microphone in your house all the time. Yep. All the and time. they can use it for crimes now? All the yep. time. This is life. Yeah, I don't know if I want people knowing what I say when I'm alone in my house. Exactly. I think it's awesome. I say some I'm weird not stuff when, I'm, about a, it. when yeah. I'm at home alone. I do. I like to scream. I think just everybody's not, scared not of Not out of anger or frustration, just because sometimes it's fun. Well, I talk to myself quite a bit, and sometimes I have whole conversations with myself. And even laugh at myself. Well, so do I. If I can say, Alexa, turn on the bathroom light when all my shit's all over the floor and I'm trying to pee at 2 a.m. and I, instead of stumbling. It's an automatic light thing in the wall. (laughs) I've got one in my bathroom. I have a love hate relationship. You know, if that bitch can do the dishes, (laughs) she's hired. Just wait a couple couple years. Because think about it, they just are going to make a smart dishwasher and then they're going to hook it up with with Bluetooth to a. Alexa, and then you can yeah, say, you just, to load just load it. it Alexa, say, Alexa, load the dishwasher. Do the dishwashers. We gonna have pneumatic arms hooked up to your sink. I mean, well, they're figuring this stuff out, man. It's gonna happen. They I already mean, got sex will robots. It make my coffee? What else do you need? Will it make my coffee <laughs> in the <person>. morning? <laughs> should yeah. I think I'd rather have a coffee robot than a sex robot. Well, make my coffee for me. In I'm the morning. pretty sure that's coming that's too. Okay. Yeah, guys, I bought three books on Amazon. 
Did you? I bought The Secret History by Donna Tart because none of us have ever read that. No, I haven't finished it. That's on DNF for me. I got about three quarters of the way through that. You'll have to tell me if you finish. I bought Big Little Lies. I thought I already owned Big, it. I, I couldn't find it. I reviewed Big Little Lies. Oh. And, and it was excellent. The Silkworm, which is the second in the Cormoran Strike. Yeah. Right. Well, and TurboTax. I bought TurboTax, guys. <laughs> look what I got. <laughs> what is it? The Silence of the Llamas, Last Chance Llama Ranch. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> I think okay. Martha needs a llama. You have enough land for one. No, these are two. They these, spit. They're cute. These were from my. Um, <laughs> they spit so I don't far. like llamas. Actually, this is just the random word. But you could get remember? Some good coat <laughs> this material. Is, this is the yeah, the spin random that into some yarn. The random word for my um, New Year's resolution. Remember, we picked a random oh, yeah, word. Llama. llama. Yes, llama was. I have to read five books this year with the word llama in the title. Ouch. You know how hard that is to find. Does it have to be two L llama, or can it be L A M A? It. Just llama. Because you could read a book about the Dalai Lama. Oh. Yeah. I mean, that does say llama. It is. That works. So I got two right here, so then I can maybe go for Dalai Lama on the others. Yeah. The Silence of the Llamas looks fascinating. It has knitting on it, too, Vani. You might want this one after I'm done. Yeah. Awesome. It's a black sheep knitting mystery. Ooh. Oh, that sounds like... An Christ, I think that's going to go on your DNF, too. Oh. <laughs> no offense to the It kind of sounds like it to me. Jesus. Hey, has anyone... We haven't done Into the Water by Paula Hawkins, have we? No, that was... No, we haven't. I think you should read it, though. Okay. Because it just came in to my library yep. and... That was the one that I... My other two very long books that I'm reading are... Paula Hawkins. Paula Hawkins was Girl on a Train, Yeah, right? you liked okay. it. And okay. I read Into the Water and didn't like it. So you didn't review it? Nope. Okay. So right. you go right. It. That one keeps showing up on my Amazon thing. Yep. And I think it's on my wish list. So well, eventually I'll I'm read it. <laughs> I'm really interested to see what you guys think of it because everybody's talking about it, of course. What? Into the Water? Yes. Oh. I haven't heard anyone talk about it. It's like, it, yeah. it's, uh, it, I think it was actually... If I remember correctly, like on Goodreads, it's in their top tw books for 2017. Yeah. Uh, there's also the one about the Osage Osage murders in Oklahoma. Yeah, which one is that? It's the Indian, like on the Indian reservation, but uh, the U.S. government wanted the land and they were fighting. The, so they were, or something oh. and there were murders. I gotta go read it. But that's also on the top uh, list of books for 2017, according to hmm. like Google, uh, Goodreads and Amazon, I think. So I'm going to, I think it's called The Osage. Killer, Killers uh, killer of the moon. Flower Moon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. But it takes awesome. place in Oklahoma. I'm going to read that. Cool. What was your book revolution? I don't, or resolution? I don't remember. I had that whole list of things. She has to a read. huge list. Oh. What like about you, Joshy? We didn't, we didn't even get you. Oh, for What's your book resolution? book resolution? Maybe read a read a, a book that was done this century. <laughs> hey, I read uh, well. Ready Player One. Yeah, and Armada. Yeah, that's um, true. We need a resolution from you, baby. Come on, mm. a Josh bearded book girl resolution. Since you haven't been on the show for a while, yeah, we, I know. we need to pull one out of you. Uh, mine was also to read fifty books this year. But then I had like a whole list of like um, I wanted to read like uh, a true crime book and something about uh, I mean I had like this huge list. 
that I can't remember. And Bonnie's was to read on alternate um, formats. Media, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Instead of just audiobooks. Well, I kind of want to read some classics, so I may do that. Okay. That's a good resolution. But that's not new for you, dude. Yeah, it is. But he no, doesn't read. Isn't. I don't really read any classics. He doesn't read a lot of classics. Yeah. Unless I mean, I read fantasy. classic science fiction and fantasy. Oh, but okay. I mean like classics. Classic classics. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Some classics for Josh. All right. Awesome. Shall we give this week a little bow on the end? Okay, and that's gonna <laughs> do it for three, three book, book girls. Can't get enough of three book girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.